0: Hello and welcome to this episode of The Nature of Avatar, the podcast where we do deep dives into every aspect of the Avatar universe. My name's Otis, I'm here with Orion and Sola, and today we're going to be looking at two episodes from season two of Avatar The Last airbender one arguably a kind of trash episode, and one arguably has the best script writing of any episode of the entire series. We're looking at Zuko Alone and Bitter Work. Orion, over to you.
1: So uh, Zuko alone. Um, okay, so yeah, so this episode is going to be divided up into two separate parts, uh, and we'll start with part one right now. So Zuko alone is the seventh episode of season two of Avatar: The Last Airbender. It comes after the Blind Bandit and before the Chase.
0: So Zuko is riding a stolen ostrich horse uh, into an Earth Kingdom town. And on his way, he encounters a man and pregnant woman who are having cooked meat. And although he's hungry, he leaves them alone.
1: Yeah, so I mean, that that is kind of the start of the Zuko redemption arc, because Zuko is kind of just becoming nice. um, Because he's riding the ostrich horse. And even though it was stolen, I mean, he did, he spared the man and the woman because imagine Otis, season one Zuko. he would literally just blast the man and the woman out of the way, literally just kill them like that. But now he leaves them alone. He's, it's almost, yeah. like he, he sort of feels sorry for them. Yeah, uh, do you want to read the next point? Um. Solo, can you read the next point or shall I do it? Well, I'm currently writing,
2: so I think I might have to
1: hand it over to Orion. Okay that's fine, um, so when Zuko enters the village he asks for water and feed but he doesn't have enough coins uh, and can get more food from a merchant. Then a kid throws an egg at one of the Earth Kingdom soldiers who doesn't see the kid, only Zuko landing him in hot water. But Zuko doesn't tell on the kid, which I think is quite interesting because um, before Zuko would have told on the kid and he would probably have like literally laughed I mean, so happy at this poor kid being like murdered by these soldiers. Like old Zuko, imagine old Zuko, he would have been so mad at everybody. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, um, Zuko um, gets his feed and Gao Soldier takes it and thanks him sarcastically. Um, but then, um, kid pops up, thanks him, invites him to his farm, and tells him about how bad the soldiers are when they arrive um, then the boy whose name is Lee uh, feeds the horse uh, and Lee's mom asks for Zuko's name um, because all through the um, series you've had Zuko's sort of fake name which was Lee um, but he doesn't really want to use his fake name because their son is Lee so it might be a bit sort of suspicious um, but then, uh,
2: yeah, cause, Well, because think about this, you're coming into a new area and you've seen this stranger and then he just, he's just, the stranger's just found out that your son is called Lee and you're asking him, what's your name? And it wouldn't it be so suspicious if he said Lee because he can't think of anything else? But yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah, because, um, yeah, because it's like, um, uh the the family explains lee's brother's fighting in the war the soldiers are guarding them from the fire nation uh so he yeah so lee's father just comes in and he's like doesn't have to say his name if he doesn't want to so zuka must have been so relieved for that kind of defense like because otherwise he would have had to have thought on the spot and that might have blown his cover um yeah. Yeah, but then he decides to help the family and hammers a nail. And that, for some reason, recalls a memory.
0: Uh, Of him and his mum sitting by a turtle duck pond, Zuko feeds them like Azula, feeds them, like Azula does, throwing a large chunk and is bitten by the duck. Then remembers a scene with Tylee, May and Azula. Tylee and Azula attempt cartwheels Mei taking a backseat, then Zuko walks in. May looks away, and Azula concocts a plan. Asks uh, Ursa their mom if Zuko can play with them. Uh, they play a game of knocking the apple off the other's head, ending with May and Zuko being mocked.
1: Yeah, because that, and also that. After that, like this is this episode's so good for Zuko character development, as I guess you probably both agree. Also, it's kind of like them be mocked but it's kind of like so good that that happened because it gives us the insight into Zuko's kind of almost love life before he had to leave
2: also one more thing that i've just noticed as i was writing the synopsis it was just really interesting that in most of his memories when Zuko does something when Azula does something to Zuko there's a lot of memories of Zuko being um, like Taunted by Azula, and Azula in all of these memories gets told off, and it just feels like it's just as I'm writing this that she just keeps getting told off. But I guess it's just because he's just writing this from well, this is just his memories, and he, the only thing he can really remember is Azula being mean to him.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and
0: it's yeah, yeah, remember the bad stuff. What do you mean? i mean like often when you remember things you don't remember all the good stuff that happened to you and i get he had a bad childhood but we don't really have memories of good things do we
1: yeah but also i guess it could also be something to do with the fact that like he hates azula so much it's like almost his version of victory to just have azula getting told off yeah
2: he's he's actually quite he's quite scared of azula actually because um well, I th- that's the way I took it, because later on he ch- he starts chanting because Azula says something like that he sc- scared him and he's like Azula always lies. Azula always lies, and as he as he's remembering this when he wakes up he's still saying that. It's yeah. just his um, what do you call that thing you keep repeating to yourself to, oh, okay, to yeah. make sure <laughs> mantra. Yeah, yeah, mantra,
1: mantra, one. And he's like does that,
0: which is very interesting.
1: All yeah, like, I mean, yeah, yeah, because it's it's interesting having right. that whole backstory, um, because episode is so great for backstories, because you've got um, uh, you've got all this stuff um, which shows um, Zuko's childhood, and you you think of Zuko up to this point as like the tough kid who's like going to just kill everyone in his way you never thought of zuko as being like a scared child but then then
0: towards Towards the end we do see the scared child don't we
1: yeah 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 especially like in the finale you've got the sort of scared child version of zuko yeah um yes so let's see what's next oh yeah um Right, so, Sola, do you want to talk about the
2: letter with Iro? Um, their mum, yeah, so their mum tells their dad that, that he has asked, wait, no, this is the wrong bit, sorry. Um, Then we head back to a letter with Iroh. Azula says that Iroh not, might not make it back, or, and his fa- and father would be crowned and get scolded by her mum. Azula makes another retort before burning a doll.
1: Well, I mean, actually, no, because Iroh sent them both the present, so he gave Zuko a dagger and gave Azula a doll with the latest Earth Kingdom fashion. And I mean, imagine Azula playing with a doll. Um, So, yeah, yeah, so she just burns the doll. Um, And then, Zuko, back in the present, Zuko finds himself sleeping in the barn but Lee is practicing how to fight amongst the flowers because Zuko notices his swords are gone. So Zuko um, finds Lee practicing with the sword uh, and he gives Lee some advice. So it's almost, this is like Zuko's first experience as a firebending teacher, which is quite interesting. Like well, not really firebending, a firebending teacher. teacher. Yeah, just, just as t- a teacher. Um, and to, I do he teaches successfully, but
2: probably i think lee was probably maybe good at fighting to begin with but like just needed a bit of advice
1: yeah, yeah. um yeah because um then zuko packs up gets some food uh for a, as a gift um, but then Gao, that soldier he makes this he, yeah he made this joke about how how like it was this really it was really dark. It was really like, it was one of those really dark jokes, and it wasn't even funny because it was like, um, I remember, I, oh, okay, it's, like, no, it's, it's,
2: it's here actually. Wait, I'll go find you know. it. Oh,
1: I, uh, yeah, I mean, um, I, I mean, I, I think the joke, I think it was something, you, yeah. So it's, it's
2: the how the fire army dressed up. It's last group of Kingdom prisoners as fire nation soldiers and the front line unarmed, infuriated by this taste. Yeah. Oh, sorry, not about the last bit, but like.
1: Yes, yeah, so, so your Wi Fi is really bad. I think, yeah, I think it's your Wi Fi. Maybe you should turn your camera off. Oh, yeah, sorry. Um, Yes, yeah, so, yes, yeah, so, Otis?
0: Um, back in the present back in the present lee's dad uh, looks for lee's mum and is brought back to another message and brought back to another message azuka's practicing with a knife huh so azuka's practicing with a knife Azula makes fun of him and says "Iro is going to return him he's going to return she then calls a uh, I wrote a quitter and a loser. That was in a flashback. And essentially she was like, Oh, you can't blow the knife. And then I think she steals it off him. And Zuko's like, Give it back, it's mine.
1: Yeah, um, because then um yeah, so then um Sola over here.
2: Yeah. Their mother tells um tells them that dad will ask for a meeting with Five old Zulon, their granddad. Azula disrespectfully asks why not call him grandfather since he isn't exactly the powerful fire lord he used to be. Then says someone's going to take his place soon and gets told off by her mum for being rude.
1: But then Uda, yes. Azula was right because it, it turns out in the search that um that Ursa actually gave the poison to Ozai and Ozai just murdered Ozai literally killed his dad, got himself crowned fireballed, and then banished Zuko and I think he might have also banished, sort of banished Iroh. It might have been more like Iroh just sort of resigned. in that way that like politicians technically resign, but they were sort of pushed out, but it was like they pushed. So they
0: resigned, but it's because they were pressured to resign.
1: Yeah, so... Um, at the uh when at the hearing Azula pulls off this great firebending move. Her father called her a prodigy and smiled. Um and then Zuko tries but he just can't manage it. And it, it goes back to um if you watched our listen to our um Zuko firebending episode, um it, it just shows how that his weak firebending continued all the way up till he was 16 yeah um so you- and-
0: we can all hear you typing you know we can all hear your infamous loud type right now yeah you were typing just a second ago
1: i think um, that was probably me. yeah i think that was so loud
0: okay let's not have background noise in our episode uh- yeah apologies i'll just go on you
1: okay so um yeah so Azula and Zuko eavesdrop on Fire Lord Azulon and Ozai, and they're talking about Iroh's future. Um, but Azulon sees his arrogance and disrespect for his brother and and he um... oh, this is talking about Ozai, by the way. Yes, yeah, when... so this is yeah. so Azulon sees Ozai's disrespect for Iroh. Um and but also like we see Zuko's like Zuko and Azula's face faces kind of flash orange. Do you know that Azulan has fire bent at yeah. Ira uh, at Ozide? Well no, it's
0: just you know with the you know with the uh, throne and when they get angry uh, it goes all flary.
1: Yes. Yes, yes, it, it might it might have been that, or it might have literally been Azulon bending at Ozai. I'm not hundred percent sure. Um. Um. But Zuko runs away before he hears his dad's
0: punishment. Yeah. Um. Yes. And wasn't the, the dad's punishment because Azul? Uh. Zuko ran away, and then Azula tells him, "Oh, uh, he has to kill his son because Iroh lost his son, and has to feel what it's like." And then Zuko goes like, "You're lying." And she's like no i'm not and she's not lying
1: yeah yeah and then there's that there's, and then there's that whole bit um where where he where it's like a zoom on so that ozai has to kill his son and then there's that whole bit in the search where ursa gives ozai the poison if yeah he doesn't kill zuko so it was it was kind of like the search was always meant to happen as that might it might have been sort of supposed to be a backstory episode, but then they turned it into the comic. I don't know. Yeah. Um but
0: anyway, um uh, yeah, Otis. So as the flames rise, Zuko uh hides in his bed in fear as Azula arrives with a wicked wicked grin, saying he will be killed by their dad, as he will know the pain of losing a firstborn son, and Zuko's dad uh Zuko says Dad would never do that to me. And his mum comes to tell Azula off again. Zuko chants to himself, Azula always lies, Azula always lies. Uh, and then we go back to the present. Zuko is lying on the grass, still chanting. Zulu always lies. And Lee's mum takes him in a cart, saying the soldiers were demanding food. And Lee pulled a knife and tried to fight. And she asks Zuko to help him, and he agrees. Zuko dismounts and orders that Lee be released. And one implies they should attack him. One rushes forward, but is knocked off his feet with a quick hit from Zuko's sword hilt, without even removing the sword entirely from his sheath. The next one runs at Zuko without much effort. Zuko ducks under the spear and pushes the man backward into the ground by placing his hand on his. The third runs at him, and Zuko performs a front kick, breaking the man's spear, scaring him into running away. The leader, now the only one left, pulls out two large hammers, a motion mirrored by Zuko who pulls out his sword with his hammers and sends a rock pelting towards Zuko who breaks it easily with his broadswords the next few blows appear more difficult to block and Zuko is hit in the stomach by a rock however he does not give up but charges the leader right and then he does like the fire and everyone's really scared of him do you want to say anything about that?
1: yeah yeah I, I'll, I'll do the my name is Zuko Prince of the fire Nation, heir to the throne son of fire Lord Ozai and Lady Ursa and then it's like that whole cool that 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 was that was like to be honest that's my favorite Zuko line ever really yeah that 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 line was so cool because he was like literally flaming there was like this huge circle of flame all around him
0: my favorite Zuko line is that's rough buddy.
1: Okay, yeah, that, that's that's probably a slightly better situation.
0: Anyway, we need to move on as we are running out of time. Uh, I didn't... do you guys... I think, should we move on to the uh, synopsis of the next
1: episode? Yeah, um, I, I think that makes sense. Um, so let's
0: talk about bitter work.
1: Okay, so uh, we'll be back after the break to talk to you about bitter work, which is part two, of this episode hello we are back after the break uh we are ready to um record second part of this episode sorry if it's going on a little bit long um right now we're going to cover bitter work which is uh, the uh bitter work uh so bitter work um is sorry about this we are so unprepared okay so bitter work is the ninth episode of avatar the last airbender season two it comes after the chase and before the library uh, and in this episode, it's essentially just a lot of Katara and Toph character development. Um, Otis, would you like to talk about bitter work? So bitter work essentially is the soon It's the thing
0: straight after uh, Toph joins the group, and they're all like getting to know Toph. And I think the main gist of it is that they can't really get along with Toph because she's like thinks she's super independent and pulls her own weight, and then could... It's essentially Katara and her's conflict through the night whilst being chased by Azula and Mei and Tylee. Yeah, that's the basic gist of it.
1: Yeah, because also, it's kind of like... Um, it's kind of like... Uh, Top is... Because is... the problem is... Top um, is pulling her own weight, but by pulling her own weight, the rest of Team Avatar are t- mean... Um you need to pull the group. You need to pull your share of the group's weight. So for instance, they saying yeah. Toff, you collect the water, we'll collect the wood, that sort of thing. Um and then but Toph is like, No, but I gathered my own food. I've got my own shelter. So hence I'm pulling my weight. Because exactly. Toph, Toph is quite independent.
0: Yeah. And she just wants to be independent.
1: because also Toph has only just been given her freedom from her father and these are like her first ever friends so I do sort of feel for her because you don't know how to behave if you've never had a friend before yeah because she, she was literally locked away
2: I don't I don't
1: know um is, is Would that be classed as child abuse, for not letting her mix with any other children?
0: Uh, No, but she is supposed to be allowed to play.
1: Yeah. But she's not allowed to play. Because it says, there's a quote in the rift. Um, uh, It's like, um, Why can't I go outside and play with the other kids?
0: Yeah, it is. She's like, why can't I go outside and play with the other kids? And she's essentially being deprived of one of, well, human rights, but human rights don't really exist in that world. So.
1: Yeah, so I guess it was kind of child abuse as well. Yeah. That um, so she's about to be playing. Yeah. Uh, so. Um, okay, so um, what, what shall we cover next? So, yeah, I mean, I think it's. But then they're all really tired. So I don't know whether Toph and Guitar are just really tired. And then it's like, uh, they're just arguing because from lack of sleep, because they're literally flying and flying and flying and running and running and stuff. And it's like, honestly.
0: Yeah. And they're like, they're sleeping and they just, essentially they can't get any sleep. And the whole thing is Toph keeps waking them up. She's like, they're coming because she can feel the vibrations. And they basically, none of them really get that. So it's like, oh, they don't know what to do because yeah. Toph waking them up. She's like, and they're making them run away and doesn't like the Sky Bison and doesn't go on with Katara. And so they're all just fighting, which is essentially not a good start. And in the end, doesn't Toph like run away?
1: Yeah, I, I think she does. I mean, we covered a lot of this in the Toph Bayfrog episode. We can put a link in the description as well.
0: Uh, well, you can follow down on our podcast and find it. It'll be there.
1: Oh yeah, that's true. Um but yeah, yeah, we in the Toph A Fong episode we did cover this. I think yeah, so um if I remember correctly, Toff um Toff did leave um group, um, but then she But then did she I think she came back at the end of the episode, I assume. Yeah, well doesn't she like meet Ira or someone? Yeah, yeah, yeah she does. So she she goes um and she meets she does she does actually meet Iroh um and uh yeah 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 and then later on in season two we'll talk about this in a later episode um but uh you've got Toph um and she uh sees Iroh well feels Iroh and then she's like I know that guy because she saw Iroh yeah. earlier yeah. She's like, wait, I know this guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, and then, the rest of Team Avatar is horrified because they know who Iroh is. Yeah. And then he's like, "You've got to give my nephew a second chance. There's good inside him, or something." Yeah, yeah. So it, it's kind of. I mean, I think it's probably quite an important episode, but it's probably overall not that great an episode. And yeah, it's not really- a bit boring. Yeah, there's not a massive. It's one of those episodes which are kind of funny and important. But they're... Yeah, you have to
0: watch it. You have to watch it to understand the series, but you can't. But you won't like go back and rewatch it because it's really funny or because it's yeah, fun.
1: Yeah, because it's it's it's. Although you may not agree with me on this, Otis, it's a tiny bit like um, that upper Momo fighting episode. Yeah, kind it's of. One of those episodes where it's like pointless, but it's fun. Well, no, I think this one does have a
0: point though to show like the, a bit about Toph.
1: That's true, but yeah, because the upper and Momo one was pointless, but it's probably funnier. Yeah, but whereas this there...
0: one is less funny but it has a point.
1: Yeah, and then there is literally no soccer development, no and no Ang development. Yeah, not really. Yeah, um, yeah. Is is there that much to say about bitter work? Because it was such a bad episode.
0: I mean not really i mean what else do you want to say about it
1: no i mean yeah i i think yeah that that's that's about it okay
0: thank you very much for listening to this episode of the nature of avatar uh my name was otis lambton please remember to leave a like subscribe drop us a comment wherever you listen mm, bye bye bye